Welcome back, guys. This is the exclusive Level Up podcast for our newsletter people. We want to just talk here. We have Mike Sessler, who is part of the Church Tech Weekly podcast. Is that correct? Yep. Church Tech Weekly is the podcast. And I want to talk with you guys about what we could do as far as a church tech ministry to be able to offer a podcast to people. We talked in our uh, public podcast that we released a week ago what we can do as far as being able to lead well and to serve well, especially for small churches in the church tech realm. And Mike, one of the biggest things you said was to have that almost barrier for your church tech team and to have realistic goals. So I want to make sure that this podcast setup is, we're going to be realistic about what we want to do with our podcast setup so that we can serve you guys well in the church tech realm, but also the churches you're serving at. Sound good? Yeah. Um, so, I feel like there's a couple of different versions of the podcast that we could do with this. Um, I don't want to necessarily talk about specifically putting your church's sermon into a podcast because there's a lot of legality with the music and stuff like that, as well as almost every single church's arrangement is unique and complicated potentially. And so I don't want to go into that, but thinking outside the box of what we could do for a podcast that could connect with the community, the congregation, the leadership, uh, especially in a devotional and spiritual realm, but just encouragement. Um, two different ideas come to mind. The first is a podcast that happens either before or after the Sunday sermon. It could be days after or hours after where the pastor sits down in front of a microphone and has a devotional that takes the sermon to the next level of what could people do? And so his sermon is on something like love or purity, holiness, whatever. And, and so the podcast is the other 90% of the research that the pastor did that didn't get put into the sermon or some discussions that he had with people afterwards. And so how would you go, how do you want to set that podcast up if you're the church tech person and the pastor comes to you and says, let's do that? Yeah, well, that's that's actually fairly that's easy. That's the easy question. Um, <laughs> I thought we were going to do the hard question of how do you get your sermon online because that tends to be harder. <laughs> well, we'll get to that. Um, yeah, so I think that, that's a great idea. I I, I think that I, I really think that like we had uh, Phil Cook on our podcast uh, a few weeks ago, and mm. um, he said something that has has really stuck with me, and we're going to talk more about it. And I'm I'm working on some posts about this, but you know, social media is the language of our day. And, um, you know, you, you start looking at the stats of how much time people spend on, um, on Pinterest, on Facebook, on Twitter, on, you know, whatever social media it is, Snapchat, and, you know, all the, all the stuff that they're, they're spending their time online, mobile and all, everything. Mm -hmm. And the church has a pretty poor um, presence in all of that, um, by and large. We really don't utilize that technology. And... You know, some of it I think is is grounded in a fear of ooh, there's bad things on the internet, so we need to stay away. Sure. Well, you know what? Everybody's on the internet anyway, so get over that, and let's put good stuff out there, so we give people an alternative to the bad stuff. Um, and I think to not utilize the power of social media, the internet, is really, I mean, it would almost be like doing silent. Uh, ser uh, services in our church. You know, mm -hmm. when everybody speaks, everybody listens, but we're not going to say anything because sometimes people say bad things. 
yeah. well, that's kind of silly, <laughs> you know. So I, I do think we need to be out there doing uh, social media. And I think I think a podcast, post sermon, man, because I mean, again, like you hit it on the head. Pastors spend 30 hours sometimes developing all the research for their podcast or their 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 message. They have already gone to podcast for their message, their half an hour message or 40 minute message on Sunday. There's all this other research that they couldn't, hit, you know, they had to cut it all off. It's all on the cutting room floor. So why not utilize some of that? Or, you know, why not take questions from the audience or take questions from the community? Take questions from people that came up to you afterwards. Yeah. Um, something like that. So what a great, it's a great concept. I, I think it would be fantastic. Um, so how do you do that? Well, um, first of all, I don't think it has to be complicated. Um, I, I think there are a couple of key things that you can do um, to make that work. I think, first of all, you need to be in a quiet room. Uh, there's nothing worse than a podcast uh, with tons of noise in the background. So, you know, you don't want to do this, like, on the corner of the stage after the message is over when people are still in there milling around talking and that. Go back to your office. Go to a quiet place um, that hopefully isn't, you know, a bathroom acoustics, you know, where it's super echoey and has that, you know, you want, you want kind of a nice, quiet feeling place, a, a library sound, if you can picture that in your head. Yeah. Um, you know, and then I think if, if at all possible, and this, this does not have to be expensive, don't use the built-in microphone on your laptop. Um, spend 70 or 80 bucks and get some type of a USB microphone. And there are a lot of them out there. You know, there's the at one end of the spectrum, you've got the like the Blue Snowball or any any of Blue's products, for example. A lot of them have USB interfaces built in. They're not terribly expensive. They plug straight into your computer. You can talk to into them like you would a regular microphone, and they just sound orders of magnitude better than the internal microphone in your in your uh, computer. Um, then you're going to need some type of software to record it on. Um, if you're a Mac guy, you've got uh, GarageBand. Uh, Audacity is a free software program for being able to record and doing some editing. Audacity is also available for Windows, so you can use that if you're a Windows guy. Um, but then, you know, so basically record that, and then, it, you know, there's a, a process of uh, rendering that out as an MP3 file and uploading it to the, uh, the Internet that I'm not sure we want to get into here because that does get a little bit tricky to get it set up. Mm -hmm. um, but... There are plenty of guides online. I mean, if you Google, um, you know, how to start a podcast, um, there are many, many guides. And even iTunes actually has a pretty good guide of how to uh, set things up in such a way that it's uh, it's not too hard. You're going to need, you know, a web host, and you're going to need, obviously, an online place for the file to live. Um, one tool that I'll just throw out there that I use, it's a Mac-based product uh, called Podcast Maker. Okay. And um, I use this for uh, for my own podcast um, because it automatically handles the uploading of the file to my web server and also generates another key piece of technology, another key file that you're going to need called an XML file. Um, and the XML file is what iTunes and other uh, aggregators use to know that you have a new episode of your podcast and where it is and how long it is and what the title is and all that stuff. Uh, podcast Maker make it, makes it super simple. Um, you drag the file into the into the thing. You type some information into it, fill it all out, hit publish, and it uploads it. Uploads the uh, XML, pings all the servers. Um, it takes a little bit of uh, know-how to set it up. Um, but their help files are really good, and again, there there are plenty of guides online to help you kind of through that process. But that's kind of the big picture overview. 
Love it. Now, I think that having a single person talking into a microphone, great idea, great approach, especially if it's connected directly with the sermon. They can have follow-up questions or just conversation of experiences after the fact. But what happens if you want to be able to be a little bit more diversified in the sense that you want to have almost a roundtable and you have experience with this of, you, I think you said 200, almost 200 episodes, almost 6,000 hours worth of podcasting experience what would you say in a maybe less technical and more uh, bring, bring the best quality you can for a team approach to a podcast where maybe you had said in the last podcast of working well with other church tech people that you actually get churches all together in one room once a month and you just have a sit down about how we can impact this community, uh, how we can uh, work well together as churches or just talk about the different topics that you've been having in different churches. But the focus is it's four guys sitting around a table and you're creating a podcast between all of them. What are some best practices that you've experienced within your 200 episodes that maybe they should look at trying to make as policy for when they have their own podcast? Yeah, so that's um, that's where it starts to get interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we do, and even uh, the podcast that I do, most of our our podcasts are done. Uh, I sit in my little, I call it, we, we jokingly refer to this as the palatial studio, which is a uh, three foot by two foot corner of my bedroom. <laughs> um, but most of the time I'm here in my palatial studio and uh, we have our guests that are all over the country sometimes uh, and we connect via Skype. And mm -hmm. I have, I've actually, I think I've actually described, I need to write a full blog post on how I do it, but it's a little bit complicated to get the audio quality that we like. Um, so at some point I'll do that. But uh, we also do, uh, in fact, yesterday we did a, a live on location uh, podcast. We had a, a meetup of uh, local Southern California technical directors. We were actually down at the planning center online offices and we all spent the day just hanging out together, which was really fun. And then at the end, we, we grabbed some guys and we sat around on the couches and recorded a podcast there. So, again, the key for something like that is don't use your computer's built-in microphone. <laughs> it's going to be horrible, um, especially, you know, you can almost get away with it if you're in a quiet room and you're sitting in front of your laptop and you can do it. Sure. I don't recommend it. You can almost get away with it. In a room of people, don't do it. It's going to be bad. So now what you need is um, some way, so your, your target was four, and that's kind of where I target mine usually too. I usually shoot for about four people on microphone at a time, um, and then we rotate people in and out as we need to. Um, so you're going to need something, some way to get four microphones into your computer. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> that can be a couple. That can be accomplished in a couple different ways. Um, you know, there are plenty of USB audio interfaces available um, that have four microphone inputs on them. Um, and then you're going to need four microphones, and you're going to need four microphone cords and a computer to be able to record it, and the aforementioned software to actually be able to do the recording and editing. Um, you can also do it uh, the way I did it, uh, which was a little bit more budget friendly. Um, and this is some some of my uh, my more snobby audio guys make fun of me when I pull this out of my bag, but it works well enough for the podcast. Uh, Behringer actually makes a, a little ninety ninety or hundred dollar four channel mixer with four microphone inputs. Actually, it's twelve channels with four microphone inputs hmm. and a USB port on the back. And um, you know, I plug that into my computer. I plug four microphones into the little mixer, and I get everybody's level dialed up. And um, you know, we just sit around and, and basically talk. And I record two channels of uh, of the four uh, microphones mixed together, and um, that works. That works reasonably well. 
And, uh, you know, so again, I think it's, it's key that everybody who's talking is on a microphone when they're speaking. Um, and so, you know, you can, you can make that as elaborate or inexpensive as you like. Um, you know, even the classic uh, Shure SM58 or uh, even cheaper microphones work for podcasting. It doesn't have to be, you know, a $300 microphone on every person. So it doesn't have to break the budget. Uh, I have actually bought uh, four really cheap Behringer handheld vocal microphones that I use that I think were, I don't know, I think I got them for two for 60 bucks or something on sale over Black Friday. Um, but again, for podcasting, they work fine. I don't need to capture, you know, the full vocal range. They don't need to sound amazing. They just need to sound better than my, my internal mic. And um, so, yeah, then we just sit around and we talk. And um, usually I kind of moderate the discussion, so I hang on to a microphone. But uh, we've done, I mean, gosh, we did a, a podcast uh, at um, Gurus of Tech last year where we, we rotated 47 guests in and out of the show in uh, an hour. Wow. So that was a circus. But it was a whole lot of fun. Um, sure. So, you know, it's possible to do that that way. Yeah. And I think that especially for churches that want to pitch this idea to their pastor, either one of them really, they can start out slow. I'm, I know that there's this mark out there, this proverbial mark that every 90% of the podcasts don't make, make it past seven episodes. And so if you can do seven, 10, 20 episodes with the technology that you have and you find that you love it and you want to keep doing it, uh, go for that next level microphone or mixer or something like that to make the quality that much better. Invest in some background music to have an introduction and an exit uh, audio file. But whatever you're using at that point, I don't know about you, but I personally love the fact that the content is there. It's listenable. I almost say that the value needs to be entertaining enough and that includes the quality of the audio and that you are enjoying yourself in the process because if you're not enjoying it, then it becomes laborious and you don't want to do it anymore. And, and what's the point of even trying to make it really good? So absolutely. I love yeah, that. Good. Yeah, you're to you're totally right. The uh, the biggest the biggest barrier to doing a, a successful podcast is not technology anymore. Mm -hmm. It's it's doing it. Um, because quite honestly, it's hard. Um, we do, and you do this, you're finding this out too. We do a podcast every single week. So, you know, every Monday night from seven until 10, my, my calendar is blocked out, um, to record this thing. And we do that, you know, pretty much 50 weeks a year. We take usually, we end up taking two weeks off a year, usually right around Christmas and Easter because everybody's just swamped. But, you know, the other 50 weeks out of the year, we're doing a show. So, um, that that takes a certain level of commitment, and it, it definitely is challenging to do, um, you know. But you don't have to do a weekly podcast. You could do a monthly podcast mm -hmm. or a biweekly podcast or whatever it is. I think it needs to be regular. I think you need to be on a schedule. Um, you know, I, I know a lot of people will start blogging, for example, and they'll write like four blog posts in the first week, and then they won't do another one for six months. Um, you would be better posting once a week. Uh, or even once every two weeks and, and spreading that out over time um, and keep people coming back to listen to the new content or read the new content than just dumping everything that you've got in one shot and then being done because um, then it just doesn't go anywhere. And then you lose the discipline, you lose the momentum. So I think there definitely has to be a plan. Um, there has to be a, 
a vision for being able to do it. And and you're totally right. Start small. Don't. I mean, I've invested. Uh, I have several thousand dollars worth of equipment that I'm working with here now, but I didn't start buying any of that until we hit episode 50. Hmm. You know, and then I, started, I, I upgraded my microphone, then I upgraded my interface, then I added another interface, then I added some preamps, and then I added a compressor. And, you know, it's, I've upgraded my microphone three times now. And, you know, all that stuff happens over time um, as you realize, yeah, we're going to keep doing this. It's worth, you know, doing this. So, yeah, don't go out and spend, you know, $5,000 on, uh, you know, really expensive computers and microphones and mixers and interfaces and all that stuff and then find that you did two podcasts and just don't have time to do it. Start small, work your way up, and then as it gains some traction, then you start adding adding the extra stuff. I love it. Now, for those that do not know, Mike, you are probably what I would say the church tech king of podcasts, at least <laughs> in my realm. That's where I'm putting you. Um, so if people want to catch your podcast, what are some topics that you guys talk about on there? Oh gosh, we span the gamut. Um, in fact, let me. We, I, since I just posted uh, this week's uh, podcast, um, let's see here. Yesterday we did a podcast, which posted this morning. The podcast usually posts on Tuesday, so uh, we talked about uh, staying connected with our hearts uh, during the service because you know church texts are part of the service, but we don't always connect with the service. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a pastor friend of mine kind of encouraged us and said, hey, you know, you, you need to remember to stay stay connected to the Spirit while you're doing this because that's a key role. And don't be, don't think that just because you're in church, you're being changed by the Spirit. So, wow, we talked about that. Uh, the week before that, uh, we talked about, you know, planning and preparation, how we as technicians can make the weekend run more smoothly because we've planned ahead, uh, making sure everything is set properly. Um, we've talked about uh, NAB. We were, we were much much more at NAB a couple of weeks ago, the big video uh, uh, trade show in yeah. Vegas. And we talked about some of the new equipment that we saw there. Um, Let's see. We did a great uh, session. I almost forgot about this uh, with a drummer, former drummer. Well, he's, I guess he still plays drums, but he used to be a touring drummer and is now a front of house engineer. And so we spent an hour and 20 minutes talking about how to make drums sound great. Um, hmm. Some really good practical tips on that. Um, you know, we've got a, a, one of our audio guys, uh, Brad Durier from Lakewood Church, uh, Joel Osteen's church down in Texas. Yeah. We've had him on a couple times to talk about how to use reverb and delay and uh, how to EQ and things like that. So, I mean, it, it varies uh, quite a bit. Um, and we even take, we've, we've got a series, kind of an ongoing series uh, of questions from small church guys. I put out the question last fall thinking I would get one or two. And we've been working our way through those questions for the last eight months still working <laughs> on them <laughs> so um you know we, we do a small church episode every every couple of weeks um you know and then we talked we talked with phil cook about you know what should the christian's response be to the a film like noah and how can we utilize social media and things like that so mm -hmm. we're all over the map we're a little add um but uh you know we figure hey church tech guys we're responsible for everything with a power cord in the church usually so um we need to span the gamut of all that stuff I love it. Now, for those that want to catch your podcast, where they, can they go to uh, subscribe to download the latest episode? 
Yeah, uh, churchtechweekly.com is the uh, website that'll get you straight to all the episodes. If you want to uh, if you want to subscribe to us uh, in iTunes, you can do that. Just search for Church Tech Weekly, and uh, that should come right up. Um, we're on Stitcher Radio. We joke that we have two listeners on Stitcher Radio, <laughs> uh, so we have a giant audience there. You can be number three. Uh, this is your time to get in on the ground floor uh, if you have a Stitcher Radio device. Um, yeah, and then uh, churchtecharts.org uh, is the is the website where everything kind of lives, too. So uh, you can find us uh, all there. Awesome. Mike, thank you so much for being on the Level Up podcast. Yeah, you bet. Thanks for listening to the Level Up podcast. If you haven't yet, subscribe to us on iTunes.